0: with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you for the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the nearly 4 million men worldwide Wide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer. To get this, go to Manscaped.com and use promo code Bubba, that's B-U-B-B-A, for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts. Their shed travel bag and the anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. And to complete the perfect package for your package, our liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. You gotta have both of those. Start your day off with a deodorant for your boys, then stay cool all day with Toner to keep him feeling the best all day and night these formulations will have your ball smelling like a king on your big day go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer and 20 percent off free shipping with the bubba code your balls and your lady will thank you join cupid and shoot your arrow with manscaped this valentine's day
1: hey brian hey i think we're live we're live just like that yeah unfortunately we can't play music and we're live hold on ready Hey everyone! No, hey! Going you know on, ready? Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show with Babyface. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. We have a lot of uh action pack sports talk to talk about you it was a crazy football weekend crazy how crazy. about the, the greatest
2: the greatest weekend in nfl history and, oh, and, and our team lost and we're able to say that
1: yes i went to the game it was absolutely amazing i i've never i don't think yelled as much as i did and i'm not a yeller yes you are no trust me not at uh not in that. Not You're losing your football. voice
2: though, doing that. Uh, and and what's? Why aren't you doing your monster truck voice for this show? I don't show? have to right now. No, Bubba said you did. He texted
1: Welcome me. Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show with Babyface. It's great to be here. It's great. To you'll be pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the eight one three nine zero B U B B A eight one three nine zero B U B B A. Bring your questions to Brian. We're doing a special sports show today at 12 o'clock. Brian's got a little bit of a scheduling conflict. Normally we're on at 4 o'clock, 4 to 5.30. Feeling real good. A lot of of, of NFL stuff. Baseball. I really was hoping that we would have that hour and a half because I kind of wanted to get into the Hall of Fame talk. Yeah, uh, it's but, but I, I mean don't... the
2: Hall of Fame talks a waste of time at this point. They've 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 planted their flag in the ground in terms and they've drawn their line in the sand. They've said if you have personal issues or if you were a steroids guy, we're not gonna let you into the Hall of Fame. That's where they're at right now.
1: Yeah, David Ortiz, uh, okay. Well,
2: never directly, right? Technically he got caught. I mean Dominican yeah. Republic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean he kind of got caught. But you know what the problem you know what the difference is? Barry Bonds was a dick to the press. David Ortiz was lovable.
2: Well, and he's still, you know, the media's
1: embraced him. He's still doing it with Aroid. Which I don't think that guy's. I think he's going to be sitting there with uh, your boy Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Yeah. He, Mark he, McGuire to, uh Sammy Sosa.
2: Well, I just, I don't, I mean, he definitely was n- a notorious one. Um, you know, I, I, who knows? It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? But somebody was going to get in this time, and it was just David Ortiz.
1: And uh, a real quick take do you feel. That, I mean, yes, Barry Bonds had a great career before no, he's a Hall grew, of Famer. Before his head grew thirty two inches, but,
2: but here's the thing: that was the game he played in. Ninety percent of the players were fucking cheating, so it wasn't like he was playing against. He was the only one using steroids. Do you think they, Ken Griffey took steroids?
1: Probably took something. Come on, the, the the reason why all players break down like Ken Griffey did when he hit 33, 34, is that he. He'd, I don't think he ever did anything. No,
2: steroids b- cause, cause you to break down. Once it goes, uh, it goes quickly with not, steroids. And and what you see, players who get a lot of oblique strains, things like that, that aren't typical in baseball. Tim Griffey
1: was hamstring.
2: Yeah, I know. He got a lot of hammies. Uh, he may or may not have... But for the most part, I would say 75 to 90% of the players in that era of the mid-'90s oh. on were
1: cheating. You mean Sammy Sosa when he sneezed really hard, he got an oblique injury? <laughs> or Jeff Kent that fell off his truck and got injured?
2: Yeah, they all were, you know, and, and it, they were testing the limits. And baseball needed it. That's, that's the part that infuriates me about it the most, is that coming off the strike – baseball was floundering it was the mid-90s they were losing everything and then the the you know cal ripkin jr helped with the whole iron man thing but then it was really the maguire sosa
1: home run chase but right you know what? but i really feel at that point too ken griffey was not because ken griffey was coming off an unbelievable year right before the the strike remember they were going it was matt williams him brady anderson were, well i think brady anderson was on juice obviously Matt Williams and eh, Matt Williams juice. To, Come yeah. on. But Ken Griffey, I think he was in his. Pinnacle okay, so here's the only
2: one. Yeah, I I understand you love Ken Griffey Jr. No, I he don't. Was the though. only Hold on, one, but I don't though. Oh, you don't. You hate Ken Griffey Jr. No, no. Oh, I I respect love... him
1: because I feel he doesn't take steroids. Well, he
2: here's the thing. Even if he did, sweetest swing in the history of the game. It is actually. I yeah. mean, you know. So regardless, I don't care. That's the point. I don't care. They were all cheating. They were all playing under essentially the same set of rules. Even if they weren't all cheating, the vast majority. Probably upwards of ninety percent of them were. So who say ninety percent?
0: Oh
1: man, come oh, Those guys that didn't.
2: Absolutely, they're all. They're they and and today they all cheat with Adderall. Give me a break, man. They're all. There's a ever going back to greenies. Going back, okay. It's prescribed. It's prescribed cheating. Most of these guys do not have attention deficit hyper hyperactivity disorder. And beyond that, most of them probably. I mean, you, do you need Adderall to play baseball? Do you really need Adderall to focus on the field? Like you're losing interest in the middle of a nine inning game? Give me a
1: break. I mean, if you listen to the guys in the eighties with the greenies, I mean they would be that, looking for tricks and go into the back and start, you know, banging Adderall,
2: them. Adderall is abused like greenies. That's it's the new it's the they're blueies instead of greenies. I mean it's come on it's it's ridiculous it's right. ridiculous it, it, what's ridiculous to me is that baseball knew about it baseball needed it baseball thrived off of it baseball capitalized on it and then they turned around and threw them all under the bus fuck bugs bud cie league fuck major league baseball bond should be in the hall of fame i don't care if he's a dick i don't care whatever you want to say about him it, it, Do you on think field A-Rod performance Look at all the players that are in the hall that are that turned out to be pieces of shit. And if we knew about what they were doing personal today, personal
1: life that I don't think should matter.
2: Oh well, Omar uh, Omar Vasquez on the phone. He would like to speak with you. <laughs> I mean, not that he <laughs> was going to make Mitro? it. Mitro? Not not that he was going to make it anyways. And and Kurt Schilling. It's not just. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Kirk Schilling, what, because he took a political stance?
2: Well, not just a political stance. He was supporting the insurrection on January 6th. I mean, that that didn't help his cause much. Are you
1: still blaming him for his fake blood on his sock? I don't care do about that it? either.
2: I, I really don't think it was real, but whatever. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? It's how you do on the field. That's, that's what it really should come down to at that point. If, you know... It, it, if, if the league wants to blackball you afterwards, that's fine. But the Hall of Fame should be about on-field performance. Exactly.
1: Look at O.J. Simpson. There are I mean, some look, he never <laughs> killed anyone, but he did pull a gun out and threaten multiple people's lives he in never a, could, he, Vegas. He, I just said he never killed anyone. Well, he
2: was never convicted of killing <laughs> Hold anyone. Hold on,
1: Brian. I'm just saying he was never found guilty, and he, we're, he's proven innocent. So guess what? All he, he went to jail for because he, you know— was sti- I, I think sticking there's, up some people, but he's still in there.
2: There's certain things that you can do as a human being that you, maybe they don't want to celebrate you. Um, <laughs> or they could have you in the Hall of Fame but not really featured in the Hall of Fame. You know, like you're a Hall of Famer, but we're not going to put your, you know, we're not going to celebrate you. And that's fine, too. I Like, maybe you don't put... You know the bust of Barry, whatever, however, Major League Baseball wants to handle it. Maybe they
1: made the bust for Barry Bonds, but they had to extend the it. The head two was too inches. Big. <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> they fit it on the there. shelf. Yeah, the three,
2: there wasn't a three D printer around that could make it.
1: It couldn't fit the uh, eight and three quarter head that all of a sudden he got when he went uh, when he first started in the league. He had a seven and a half. But I mean, look, people's heads grow as you go, right? <laughs> look at
2: you, though. I bet you your head is much bigger now than it was when you were 18. No, that's not true. I bet you it no, is. No, I
1: swear to God, my head at the time, because they didn't make size eights when I was 18, 2001, 2002, uh, I had to actually cut my new era hat because the biggest hat they made was seven and seven eights, and my hat uh, head was an eight at that point, and I never did steroids. So, and I still wear size eight. My head didn't go from a you know, a seven to a eight and three quarters. I mean your head, what is it, like a six? <laughs> like
2: seven and a quarter.
1: Is it? Yeah. Are you pushing it? I got a big head, dude. Mm. <laughs> I guess you gotta fit all the teeth. But all them brains, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, all the brains and all the teeth. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's besides the point because we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about baseball. Hopefully baseball does, you know, sit here and come back. I, I think they're going to solve that problem in February when pitchers and catchers got to decide. Keith Tollinger with 100 stars. Thank you. I kind of want to get into the football. There's been obviously the games were crazy. We've kind of gotten into that one. You called into the Bubba show. Thank you, Bubba the Love Sponge. It will be live tomorrow twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army. And I will be there. And Brian. With the Regina. Face, with Regina, yeah, right?
2: I think so. That's that's the time you texted us. I don't know if he meant that
1: or – or what, but that's what we're going to go with. So he will be live tomorrow. But I kind of wanted to get into a, a little bit of the coaching stuff, like a little bit of the games coming up. Uh, we do have an hour. We're going to be here till 1 o'clock. Babyface is, you know, he's, he is a lawyer. He is very busy. So I want to jump into this. The one thing I kind of want to jump into, I think he's going to be calling here. This guy has been blasting me up uh Antonio Brown who I think is literally non-existent and Edon Smith with 310 stars. Thank you. Uh, Antonio Brown supposedly was on Twitter, Instagram, something wearing a Ravens jersey.
2: Yeah, somebody posted a photo of him or whatever.
1: Do you think that do you think he goes there? I think to- he
2: I think he'd like to. I think he's, you know, He's, I think he's an ass clown, man.
1: Yeah, I think he lost.
2: Biggie seven three seven five ten dollars cash. Thanks, man. He yeah. says go Pens.
1: Oh, look at that! It's almost wow. like it's perfect uh, timing. Pittsburgh's uh,
2: doing well though. They yeah. they're, they've gotten
1: hot all of a sudden. Four four three
3: what's up guys oh geez
1: yeah see i i the reason i brought that up is because i knew he'd probably be calling in with his horrible raven's take uh with his uh... i'm so excited this guy actually thinks you're that excited
2: Jim... you're excited that one guy said that he would wants to be on the team and then your quarterback like posted a devil emoji about it i mean i don't
1: oh and by the way he won't get injured that year sure either brian well he won't get injured and he won't blow up because he on, has man. one wide receiver yeah ha- they have no running and he's backs. not gonna get COVID because he is vaccinated it's
2: a terrible it would be a terrible signing for them, yep. it's it's a it's a reach signing. It, you you have all of free agency. You have the draft. You can address your needs in other ways. If you get into the season, or if you get up to the season, and you still have a glaring hole at wideout, then you take a chance on Antonio Brown. You don't sign him early in the no, off. No, and Antonio
1: Brown's going to want ten million.
2: Oh, he's out of his. The f-
3: only the only positive that would come from us signing him would be next year, about three or four games in. He would blow up on Greg Roman because of the play calling, and then Greg Roman would be fired. Which absolutely needs to happen sooner oh, than later. Me. Well, I'm so sick. Of or this what's going to happen team is team and play calling.
1: Lamar Jackson will get injured, and then if you guys don't resign your backup, then next thing you know, he's got uh, you know uh, what's his name, Josh Johnson throwing to him, and he he takes off his whole entire he he streaks across the field. Tyrod too. Josh Johnson.
3: Josh Johnson looked like a starter when he played, oh,
1: but you know, I thought the same um, thing back when he was with the Bucks for ten years in uh, preseason. <laughs> Everybody
2: looks no, good. Everybody looks good in in bits and pieces on the field when they get in there, and then when teams actually can game plan for them and 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 strategize for the backup. Well, you know nobody's preparing to play uh, Huntley when they're game planning for the Ravens. So when he gets thrust into the game in a, in you know mid game, it's a different story. But when they're preparing for you, and they've got tape and they know what to expect, you're these these mediocre guys after two or three weeks always get. Um, exposed. No, I, wish, not, I, wish, the NFL, I,
1: I wish the NFL. I wish the NFL would s- stand up and say, "You know what, Antonio Brown, take a year off, buddy." Take a year Brian
3: off. and Lummy, what do you think about the NFL overtime rules?
1: Uh, well, it's uh, it's
2: so funny to me that these rules are there, right? And everybody's. You know, these rules have been a problem forever. They were a problem when it was just first score wins, yep. sudden death. So they switched it to this. Then they shortened it because they didn't want games going 15 minutes. For the play, I, I like the rules for the regular season. For the playoffs, make it. Uh, each team gets a possession guaranteed, and then, you you know. But this was like the one scenario where you have two teams that weren't playing any defense whatsoever in that game. You had two offenses that were firing on all cylinders, and it just felt like whoever was going to win the coin toss was going to win the game because they were going to go down the field and score a touchdown. And
1: I think in the playoffs you don't go with the tie, obviously, but I do agree with you. Both teams get a possession, and then after that, you still do the same exact thing. Kick off, and you go what? until one team does not score. Well, that's how it is so in the playoffs. I,
3: I see both arguments. I've seen both arguments about, like, the whole defense wins championship things and things like that, which I, I get that. However, you don't want a game – like, that was easily one of the best games ever. You don't want it to end like that. Who cares if they don't have a defense, especially with as much effort that the NFL has put into making it an offensive league. Like, you have to be able to – like. You, yes, both teams need to touch the ball. But,
1: but the NFL loves it, though, because this is the thing with the NFL. Yeah, they'll say they'll talk about it, blah, 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 but it has everybody talking about the NFL for the next week, two weeks, off season, talking about how they can change it. They'll look at it, got it, got it, got it, but maybe three years down the line.
2: Well, there's a couple different proposals. So one is they call it the auction proposal where each team, like, essentially writes down on a piece of paper and hands it to the ref where they're willing to start with the ball. Are you serious? Yeah. So let's say uh, I'm confident in my offense. We're going to start from our own five yard line, and you put down. I'm confident in my offense. We're going to start from our own ten yard line. Well, because I pick the five yard line, I get the ball first from my five yard line. Is this a real thing? This is one of the proposals that has been put out there uh, that that uh, you know, people have 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 talked about. Another one is the. One that the Ravens came up with, which is stupid, in my opinion, which is one team gets to pick where the ball starts, and then the other team gets to pick if they want to be on offense or defense to start. Um and and so let's say they said okay, we want the ball, put the ball at our own twenty-five yard at the uh, team's own twenty-five yard line, and then each team gets to pick who would who would want that. I don't like that one as much. I think the 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 two solution, the, the I mean the only solution rather that makes mis- that makes any sense is to do each team gets one possession, to and, and then you go alternating if if each team continues to score touchdowns it continues no 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 the game continues okay yeah if one team ends up having to kick a field goal then then the the whole the whole um uh you know continuing the game thing stops so you you then kick a field goal then it's and, and to tie it up so you get your alternating possession you kick a field goal to tie it up then it's the next score that wins at that point,
1: what if huh. they kick a field goal though? What do you think about
2: then? It's then it's still the next score. That's wins. what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, because perfect. you're you're giving that team that team is then in the driver's seat. Right? Well, yep. they have an advantage. They they know that if they go down and score a touchdown, that they win the game at that point. Or if they choose to kick a field goal, let's say it's fourth and five from the twenty-five yard line, and they choose to tie it and, and keep the game going, then they know that the next score wins. And so that to me is fair. But when you have teams going out there and just scoring touchdown, scoring touchdown, scoring touchdown, scoring touchdown. Score and touchdown I mean, I don't foresee that there would ever be a game where a, a team would just you know it would go on for you know twenty possessions. But you, what you
1: about can, in chat? So they if they score a touchdown on your possession, they have to go for two. I
2: hate that rule because now you've made it a special teams game. You've made it a um, a a a, a one trick pony goal line. To me, I don't like it. If no, no, a team no. After to, they
1: score the touchdown,
2: right? But you've still you've still brought the game down to a coin flip. Whether or not, essentially, whether or not your team can convert on its best fourth and two play, essentially. Goal line play.
3: I I don't um, like it. What do you think about similar to college rules, but back it up to where there's no kickoff. You start. Let's say you start from your 30-yard line. If both teams score, you move it up to the 40-yard line. Both teams score, you move it up to the 50-yard line and just see where that takes. Because kickoffs, I feel like they've – try to do away with kickoffs in in the league just because of injuries and things like that but that way it's consistent i don't i don't know i just think both teams need to get a chance to touch the ball and there it needs to happen sooner than later
2: yeah it it probably will uh they'll they'll address it this off season that was the perfect game for it um, because of the ending, because of the stakes, and because of the way it played out, and that everybody knew whoever won that coin toss was going to score a touchdown Yeah, it was um,
3: crazy that I was sweating the over for that game in the fourth quarter, and then it ended up over seventy points. So I was pretty happy about that. No.
2: Good since you but lost your since you lost your ass the week
1: before, and he also lost I his actually ass.
3: Did, I actually guys.
2: did well this week. No, weekend. you
1: didn't. Well, this weekend I, had, I, had I said ninders. the week before. All right, buddy, no, take it easy. We'll, we'll talk to you again Little another purple. time. Take care. Thank you, buddy. Bye, bye. Yeah, he's, you know, Ravens Mark. I mean, come on. Come on, Little Purple. You're better he's than that. He's excited
2: for AB. If you're excited he for is AB. excited for AB. And then your team's pathetic. Then then your team's
1: pathetic. Yeah, I would be more excited if you guys went out and got a running back that was actually good in 2020. Why don't they, why don't they
2: draft some offensive players? How about that? Other than tight ends.
1: Okay. I, you know, when you just said that, I said, "What about Mark Andrews?" Well, and
2: other, then you said tight end. And I was other, like, oh, other, wow. "Other than tight ends, they, well, they, they, he's going to
1: say Lamar Jackson." Like, I yeah, that, that was and,
2: that was no, just Lamar Jackson. You can stop I was trying there. To use a
1: undrafted free agent Huntley. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. So, Hold all right. On. Hold on. We got a we got a two two five number. What's up two two five?
4: Hey Lummy, Jay from New Orleans again. Hey, what's uh, up, New Orleans? Love the ship. Hey, man, uh, just wanted you guys' thoughts on Sean Payton uh, stepping away and maybe the Bucs can actually consistently win the division from time to time. Yeah, that was, we'll yeah, we'll see. That was my next
2: if, if Brady's out, we'll see. I think it's a great move on his part. You know, you've got salary cap hell. $77 million? You have no clear answer at quarterback. You've got, um, most likely, Dallas job opening up next season. Um I don't. I don't blame him for taking a year, getting his his mentals in order, resting, and and preparing for his next gig. Uh, I think it's it's a smart move on his part. He doesn't owe the city the city of New Orleans or that organization anything else. He's he's you know made you guys relevant again for the first time in in you know ever. Well, be,
1: before he came on, they were under 500 for a franchise. Right. And then he I think got a 626 uh record.
2: Yeah, no. I mean, it's and 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 a lot of it is breeze, but they've continued to do pretty well with the exception of this season um, without breeze. Um they did well which is this season, well, I mean, that was just this gotta, season. <laughs> but they, it was tough. It was tough.
0: They, y-
4: yeah. The, the defense was still stellar.
2: What they,
4: considering what they had to deal with this season with COVID, with injuries, you know, James gets gets hurt early in the season. He's out for the year. Most of the offensive line was gone the majority of the season due to injury. Uh, Our star wide receiver has been out all year. He's not a star wide
2: receiver anymore. He's done. His career's over. I think he's done. I think Michael Thomas is done. Done. I I, I agree. It'll be almost two seasons since he made a meaningful contribution starting next year. I mean, maybe the the
1: Saints can get A.B. That, yeah, I, I agree.
4: However, however, when you put all that together this season, Sean Payton was still able to get nine wins for the Saints. I'd say that's pretty impressive. In fact, had the Rams held up their end of the deal, the Saints would have been in the playoffs. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm just saying, as a New Orleans Saints fan, lifelong Saints fan, this is devastating for us, man. Well, and, but, and hopefully it turns into something good for the Bucks.
1: Well, but, uh, Brian, what coach would even be attracted to this with the 70-something million dollar, you know, over-the-cap space? I mean, like, does this- – does anything even look attractive to you if you were a coach?
2: Well, no. And the problem for the Saints is they were, you know, they were talking about, hey, maybe we can get Rodgers. Hey, maybe we can get Wilson. Hey, maybe not anymore. You can't. Not anymore. They're not not anymore. You there. can't. So no, that's that exactly that's, right. that's really right. what fucks them. It's not even just the fact that they're losing their head coach, who who is a an exceptional, probably one of the best three in the league. Right. Uh, it, it's not even that. It's it's that now yeah you you nobody's gonna go there nobody's gonna sign there as a free agent to to be under some coach some also ran coach um it it kills them man they they're in trouble uh it's so, it could, it's, it's, it's a very pivotal time for the Saints
1: organization I, I can see the Saints being almost like the Texans this year where they're gonna go out and get a lot of uh lo, like Whoa. a Tyrod Taylor oh, no. no they are I mean no, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pay on, they're gonna me. have to cut a bunch of players. They're going to have to get rid of a lot of no. players, and they're going to have to sign players under, like, a certain amount of money and then just hope – They're almost like they're going to have to do what the Rays do. They're going to have to well, underpay for veterans, like a Tyrod Taylor. Here's
4: the ace in the hole, Lummy. Lummy, here's the ace in the hole.
1: You got Bourbon Street? Oh, pardon me
4: for interrupting you. But Mickey Loomis, the GM for the Saints, he is a master. He's almost as good at, at, as Brian, you know, at kicking the can down the road, you know, creating – uh, cap space, and you know he's a magician when it comes to making the cap stuff work.
2: This is gonna, I mean, this is gonna, gonna take, this is gonna take some David Blaine, David Copperfield level m- magic shit this year because he's gonna have to restructure so many of these guys. The problem with doing that is that you mortgage your future. And you, you really only want to restructure when you, when you are competing for championships. You don't want to restructure when you're going to be entering a rebuild. So they need to, with their, the coaching hire, sit down and really evaluate how this team wins consistently, not just next season. I agree with you. With, the, with what they have on the table, they can be a playoff team. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs, but they can be a playoff team. Yeah, but but then, what about 2023? What about 2024? Are how much of those future seasons are you willing to mortgage at this point to to stay competitive next season? That's the question they have to answer. But hold
1: on, you brought up Michael Thomas. You said he's done, right? Well, he has a cap number right now of 24.7 million. Yeah, and then Cameron it, Jordan has a cap uh, of 23 million. Yeah. So I mean, you have two guys right there. I mean, are you kidding? Marshawn million. Lattimore is
2: 27 and a half. His cap hit currently. And you can only restructure these guys so much. They've they've already done that being the point, which is why these cap hits are so huge. If they have to restructure again, they are mortgaging 2023, 2024, 2025. And can you do that if you now you can do that if you find an answer at quarterback? You can do that if you find a coach that you think is gonna lead you to be successful. You can especially do that if Brady's retiring and the Bucks are in kind of flux. Uh, although they'll still be competitive, um, because the rest of the division is so uncertain right now. They're old. Well, I mean, Carolina and Atlanta ain't very good. But I mean, Taysom Hill has okay, a twelve point three million dollar cap hit. Listen, do, you, do you think that's a
1: terrible contract that they signed him on? I think they trade Michael Thomas. If he, I mean, if he's dead, I'm sure like someone will take a chance on Michael Thomas. They're going to have to retain a lot of his
2: contract in order to trade him, though. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, the Saints
4: are still going to have some dead money on that deal, even if they trade him. But here's my question to both of you: you You're Mickey Loomis, you're the GM of the Saints. What do you do this year?
0: You blow up do the
4: stadium. Blow
1: up What's that? You just, you just, you just, you—you you almost got to quit too. There's no way you can restructure this and save a team. There's so but many he, guys he, you got to cut. It's not cutting.
2: You can't cut these guys. They're, it's dead cap money. It's still gonna, it's yeah, still gonna exactly. hit you.
1: Yeah, I know, but yeah. no. But I mean, like,
2: looking, I'm looking at their dead cap numbers. It costs them 40 million to cut Marshawn Lattimore, 27 and a half to keep him. Michael Thomas, they only save two million dollars if they cut or trade him. Um, I mean, these Who's these guys Ryan? have oh. such, yeah, their right tackle it's oh. a 37 million dollars. Yeah. Uh, that's my point is they restructured the last three seasons to get to this point, and now they have nothing left. They are in really really dire straits. And so what they need to do is just say we're going to bite the bullet. We're going to go with we're going to go with like basement bargain value players That's to what fill saying. out our roster. The like Texans. And and we'll have to just kind of reset here. And they but the problem for them is they're not going to be like the Texans. They'll still win eight games with the roster that they have. They'll
1: have a couple good players, and hopefully you, they, they they find – well, I mean, I really don't care because I hope they lose, but they're going to have to find players, yeah. you know, like a, like a Ty Rattel or, or, you know, a David Johnson or whoever, you know, is going to be out there looking to just get a job and and come through as a veteran and making – like a Mark Ingram. Yeah, he's – yeah, par, he got cut from the He's Ravens, trade, but he, he got $2.3 That's that, That's what's going to have to happen to the Saints roster. I mean, do you agree, do you Brian? Agree? Yeah, well, and the, the problem for them is
2: they've got these great players that are in their prime, like Alvin Kamara. He's got a couple seasons left. We've already seen the dip in production this year. <clears throat> I think it's going to continue. These running backs are like Glade plugins, and they smell good until they don't. And then it's quick, right? You don't know when a glade plug-in's going bad unless you look at it and on the inside. all of a sudden you smell it and then the next day you don't. Yeah. And that's the way these running backs in the league are. And I think Kamara's, you know, he's got probably another year in him, another two but but what good is he to you? What, what you good do? is he to you? Well, you want him so that you can go you can have a Ravens like season and go eight and nine and not make the playoffs and get to draft at fifteenth instead of in the top ten. So what do you do at Taysom Hill then? You make him your starter so that you can go, <laughs> so that you guarantee yeah. that you go. Uh, you know, four and, and thirteen. Because
4: I mean, I understand why you guys are saying that, but as a fan, I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah, well, it, but,
2: but that's I mean, but a here's smart the thing to do. Though. It, do smart. you want to be mediocre for the next five years, or yeah, you want to be bad for the not. next two or three years
1: and then good again?
2: Because yeah, absolutely, I right, love to be. Hold good on, again.
1: I'm going to tell you something right now as a Bucks fan, and Brian would probably agree. During the Gruden era, when we when Gruden was bringing all these veterans in and trying to hang on, we were mediocre. You know, we'd get that 500, maybe a playoff berth here and there. But guess what? We sold that whole franchise for the next 10 years when we're absolute dog shit. And you're 4-12 going, oh, well, at least we got the fifth pick, the fourth pick, the third pick, and then you have a GM that doesn't know what he's doing and you're fucked.
2: No, you got to have a GM that knows what they're no, doing. But you know what but I'm yeah. saying, Brian? Yeah, yeah Wait, no, you know it what I mean? Like be. You could enter that, but you could enter that phase. And I think. Yo, know, it was looking for a hot minute there that Jason Light had no clue what he was doing. Well,
1: yeah, but I'm saying, like, remember when Gruden would bring in uh, the Jeff Garcia, the, the Brian Greasy, and we just kept, like, trying to 9-7, and 8-8, eight and and eight, 5 Oh, it's the five. worst place to be. Yeah, it's the,
2: You either want to be terrible or great in the NFL. Exactly. Being mediocre is the worst because it traps you into a rut of mediocrity. And the only thing that pulled the bucks out of it were a couple good drafts, and Tom yep. Brady yep. and and Rob Gronkowski. Yep. I mean, we we had everything else. Um, and, and getting rid of Jameis once. And you got the problem for the Saints is how do you how do you even go about obtaining a marquee quarterback at this point? Who's going to be your quarterback next year? And how does he? And 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 if it's not one of the guys on your roster already, how do you bring another guy in?
4: That's my question. Okay, you're the GM of the Saints. You know, do you draft a quarterback in the first round? No, this year? there's no. none of
1: them are good. No, you're going to be you're going to have a David Carr in your hands. None of them are good. None Den of them. First of
2: all, they, one of one of them statistically, one of them will pan out to be an OK quarterback, but none of them are NFL ready coming out of college. Nope, none of them. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny Pickett's no, the friend, best no, no, one best physically. Kenny Pickett at a pit,
1: and they're projecting him go like 12th. Maybe. Yeah, you're not getting them. Your best bet is to like go try to get a a, a quarterback from like the, the 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 guy from the Ravens or one of the backups right now, and just stick him in there. No, just you're run with what like you. Their, their their best bet is to run with what they've got. No, their best bet is to get Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, he hasn't been on the Saints yet. No, because they're they're locked into <laughs> Hill. That's
4: a good call.
2: <laughs> you know, even Win, even Winston costs them three million dollars next year. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem, right? That you can't do anything about that. I mean, you can re-sign him and restructure him, but you're not going to get him for less than three million.
4: I, they, I would be totally against re-signing James. The guy, I'm sorry, he's got to go. Yes. Now he's now he's a health risk. He's got to go.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you ride with Ian Book, uh, you know, <laughs> Blake Bortles. No. He can't. He, no,
4: or Trevor <laughs> Simeon. They all have to go. Well, Bortles Payton will be cut. Not the answer either.
2: Bortles will be cut because he's got no cap money. I mean he's 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 uh he's got no dead cap. So he's he's subject to be cut. You got a couple million dollar guys that you can cut. Um but it's uh whew.
1: Well thank you, New Orleans. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, buddy. I
2: don't envy them right now. And it was a genius move by Peyton to get to well, get out of there. So
1: my my question was with uh Peyton. They said Jerry Jones loves him. And do you think he goes to broadcasting, or do you think Jerry Jones says, Well shit, we gotta fire McCarthy and bring in Peyton. We gotta get him when the going's good.
2: I mean, I don't I, I don't think Peyton's gonna meet he doesn't wanna be the villain. He's gonna take a year off. He's gonna let Jones mm-hmm. is gonna give his guy one more year and then they'll pull the
1: plug and bring in Peyton. There's so much talent though on that uh Cowboys offense. If if Peyton went there, it would be a dangerous team. They're dangerous. They're the Cowboys, though,
2: and that's what I fear for Sean Payton is that as soon as he goes there, that all all the, you know, Mike McCarthy was a good coach with, with the Packers, too, if I recall correctly, and uh, they actually won some of the games in the playoffs I with him. They,
1: I think they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you don't think Sean Payton has that swagger? says, so hey, Jared, you want me to come here? Well, guess what, buddy? I'm going to run it. You ain't going to tell me how to run it. I'm not going to have meetings with you with play calling. You think Jerry Jones steps back?
2: I think that's the greatest thing for that team. That's what they need. And and maybe maybe he's starting to realize it. Maybe he's going to swallow his pride and slow down a little bit in old age and let the professionals that he hires do what they're hired to do and not play amateur GM, amateur head coach anymore. Because he, he is one of the things that are holding the Cowboys back, just like Al Davis held back the Raiders for so many years.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Al Davis at least – you know, he was a coach. He kind of, he kind of knew. I mean, it was the seventies and eighties, but still, like I feel like he had a little bit more than he, he had a little more Jones. street cred. But yeah.
2: but he held them back in the nineties. You would agree with oh, that, right? I
1: would one hundred percent agree with you. Seven two seven. Hey, what's up, guys? Good show. It's Fozzy. I wonder if
4: you guys think if uh, Brady and Gronk leave, if possibly. Uh... Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams could come down. There's no uh, rebuilding to be done here. That, and then I wanted to leave you with a question. What's the difference between being a pro bowler and making the pro bowl?
1: Thanks. I'll hang up. Liz isn't. Thanks, Ozzy. So Um, there's no way that, sorry, there's no way that Aaron Rodgers is coming. There's no way the Packers (laughs) are going to trade.
2: Well, that would be the issue, right? They would have to trade. and, And, you know, the Packers, again, they hold all the cards. Because they can slap that franchise tag on Devontae Adams all they want. Yep. And he may not like it, and Rodgers may not like it, and the rest of the locker room may not like it, but there's nothing that they can do to stop him from doing it. The and franchise Rogers is under t-
1: contract for another year. The
2: franchise tag sucks. Yep. Okay, ask Chris Godwin how much it sucks. The franchise tag probably cost Chris Godwin ten million to $15 million. Yep. Um, because I know there's still going to be a market for him, but he's coming back off an ACL tear. It's, you know it's a sig- significant injury. Although players rec- recover better from that now than they did 20 years ago, uh, it's still a significant injury. And he had the tag slapped on him this season for fiscal reasons. The Bucks didn't do it to be vicious;
1: they did it because they couldn't keep the the band together without it. And because um, I know the Dolphins wanted him, and I know the Dolphins, I think offered him like five years, like a hundred and ten million.
2: Yeah. And... I mean that's you know 22 million a year. We'll see what he gets. I think it'll probably be more like 16-17 million a year. So the guarantee number is really what's important in the NFL uh, more so than the the total contract value unlike baseball which is still a travesty to me. Yeah, I know. Um, Bobby Bennett, yeah. But uh it's you know Adams I think will play for the Packers next year no matter what. I think I think they they hold the cards, man. They they can force Aaron Rodgers to stay
1: yeah but that salary cap man it's gonna be tough was it 30 you
2: well it's say? gonna go up so you got to keep that in mind so not y- that much though about 20 25 million I think it's projected to go up
1: uh, so they're still. I mean yeah but, well
2: no but I'm saying it's not as bad yeah. as it seems when you're looking at this hard number right now basing it upon the 2021 cap number we know the 2022 cap number is going up with the new tv some of the new tv money kicking in. so it's I think projected to be uh, right right up against 300 million right
1: yeah yeah it's it's a, it's like right there it's like 290 295 I think yeah it's
2: it's gonna be projected right up there um I'm sorry what what'd we say it's uh
1: for the projected cap
2: yeah I'm trying to see exactly where they they're getting it at but probably right right darn near the adjusted salary cap is what 208 and then you have all the the, oh, the backs and everything money. like that. I was going to yeah. let
1: you uh, look it up while 863 talked.
2: Yeah, but um, it's it's actually like 200 and it'll probably be 210 million, 218 million. I don't know what they say said it's going to be. Uh, they said it's expected to grow to 208.2 million and I think it was at what? 188 this season?
1: Yeah, it was set at 208 for the 2022 uh, season.
2: 208 for the 2022. That's 20, oh, it went up 26 million from last year. So pretty good.
1: Yeah. Eight six three. Hey guys, quick question: Did uh, the Dolphins pick up a coach yet? No, they didn't. And that was, man, it's perfect. Do well, you think, as I just... say,
3: you think you think Peyton would be good down there? I mean, he's a, like kind of wasn't Tua kind of like a Taysom Hill type quarterback where he ran in college and through or no? Yeah,
1: Tua sucks though, man. He's not as mobile know, as
2: Hill at yeah. all. Hill Hill is is a mobile quarterback. Tua is more more of a pocket passer than than Hill
3: is. Well, that would play into helping out uh, Peyton coming down if he wanted to act like he was a breeze and try to establish something down there. Maybe, no or not.
1: No, I, I mean, I, the listen. Man. The Dolphins fucked themselves by getting rid. <laughs> them, the GM and the owner are so in love with Tua that they're not getting oh. rid of Tua. They're not giving up on that that whole thing for their two years. They're so f- the Dolphins fucked themselves. They could have easily probably got Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, anybody else besides Tua. and They're going to be stuck with Tua. You already have him now in the locker room. Defensive players are coming out and saying, "I'm wasting my career with Tua." So when you have Dolphin players now saying, "This quarterback is not going to lead us anywhere," you're fucked. Mark Barracks yeah, with two hundred stars. So Sean Payton's not going to go like, down there, have even have though the three. sun is the sun's amazing in Miami. He's not going to go down there. Like track right. I mean, do you not agree, Brian?
2: Yeah, no. He's sitting, he's going to go up into the booth for a year and then, you know, probably have a a, a pretty good understanding of where he's going to be the following season. And I still think that's going to be Dallas. I, I think so too. And just wait. And if it's not Dallas, maybe uh, Andy Reid decides to call it quits in KC. He's getting up there in age. And, you know, maybe, maybe he goes there.
1: How fucked are the Dolphins? Uh, how fucked are they? Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. I mean, they're you, not fucked. Got, but, but, you but have they're a, not fucked. Yeah, a mean, coach that has to now go but, coach Tua.
2: But they're not fucked. They're out of all the the current jobs o-
1: openings, they're well, one of the more attractive ones. Yeah, but the Giants are the worst. But when you're now stuck, when you're, a I coach mean, they're going not in, as
2: they're not as good as Minnesota or Denver. Um, but I would put them above certainly the Giants and the Saints at this point.
1: But when you're coming in and you're bringing. Pretty much told this is going to be the number one starter.
2: Yeah, you got you got to deal with that. But you've got sixty six point eight million in cap space, and you got draft picks. I mean, this is not a bad gig to go into. Even if you lose with Tua your first year, then maybe at that point the GM and the owner are like, okay, we do need to make a move here, and you get a different quarterback in year two. So but- you put
1: more weapons around Tua
2: and just pray to God that he does what. That he gets better. I mean, and, and if he doesn't, then you pray to God that the GM and the owner see the light and move on from him. But that, the Dolphins, the Dolphins job is very attractive. No,
1: I know that. I, I know
2: some, some, you know, I've read some articles where they've ranked it as one of the bottom three jobs. And that's so. idiotic. This is, to me, it's, it may even be the, well. The Broncos job. Broncos is pretty, job is pretty solid. Yeah. The thing that I like about, the Dolphins, though, is just the draft picks on top of the salary cap space.
1: Yeah, but the problem is, is that if the GM and the owner are both on the same page and you're a coach coming in, really you're not able to pick your own players. I mean, look, they got rid of Flores, who I don't think should have been fired. But obviously he disagreed with the GM and owner on draft picks. So, yeah,
0: you have all these Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? that's mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. But if they
1: see their future with Tua and they're drafted around him, then and you come in with a different offensive mindset, they're going to have to find a coach that's going to be able
0: to work with Tua. I mean, is there anybody out there? Passion, drive, and patience.
1: We don't want to recycle the Detroit Lions coaches again because <laughs> everyone else... I honestly
2: here. think the the best coach for a matchup with Tua, although not best for this team, would be Leftwich. Um, given their style and their physical attributes, I think Tua is very...
4: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and... Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico—it's and not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash/investing-in-America.
2: similar to Byron Leftwich, um, but he is going to Jacksonville, which we haven't touched on yet. Yeah, um, which mean, is, which it, you it and that's... I predicted, and yeah. it makes to me it made the most sense from the beginning. Um, the second they fired urban Meyer to me, it was, it was left, which left, which is job to lose, uh, at that point. And I think he'll do well there. Um, but, uh, but as far as Miami's concerned, they just got to make a good hire. Uh, I don't know who that is, but they've got so much potential. They've got a defense. that's great. They've got a few good young parts and pieces on the uh, skill side of the offensive side of the
1: ball. I mean, Jalen Waddell really showed out this year. Yeah, um, But you don't find that to be a problem that there's the defensive players coming out and saying, listen, Tua's not the guy. That's a problem. That's a
2: problem. Whoever comes in, the only problem that they really have with this team is, is Tua and, and the attitude in the locker room. Everything else, everything else is, is a plus in
1: Miami. Everything else. I mean, no, no, listen, I thought I told you I thought the Dolphins would be competing for the, uh, the, 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 that division. Yeah. You did. With the Bills. Yeah. I knew better, uh, because I knew Tua Tua was a a fraud. I, I thought Tua would at least be able to rise with the defense because their defense is really like, they're, well, their
2: defense. Yeah. That's, they didn't start out the year great and they didn't beat a team with a pulse. But other than that, yeah, they, they were, they had a good season.
1: But it is, I would say, top three. Uh, head coaching openings. Oh, it's yeah,
2: it's top. It, I, I I even probably put it ahead of Minnesota. I don't know what Minnesota's cap um, situation is looking like, uh, but I definitely put, um, let's see here, Minnesota has got uh, some cap issues. They're 12 million over. So based upon that, it's definitely better than, but Denver's got 44 million. So they're, mm. they're not a bad spot either. But at the moment, the Dolphins have the most cap space. Yeah,
1: Kirk Cousins with his... Uh... Forty-five million cap hit. Watch out for the
2: Chargers too, man. They've got sixty-two million in cap space and and a pretty solid squad. And Justin Herbert was not the problem there this year. Not so at they all. they improved that defense. They get a shutdown corner in the open market. Um, watch out for for the Chargers next year. They will be taking over my Raiders spot. I'll be all
1: over uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I was looking at Minnesota right now. You know, with with them is. They got a 45 million on Kirk Cousins and then like Athelin and all those are like 16 15 million. I mean, that's just Kirk Cousins got to rework his contract.
2: Yeah, and he will. I I mean if if they're going to decide to stick with him, you know, long term, he's going to ha- and he's going to want to rework that contract. He he doesn't want to, you know, cost them a 45 million dollar cap hit this season.
1: Yeah, he seems like a team player. Wasn't he driving his grandma's uh minivan? You know, to the practice every day because he didn't want to spend money on a car.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's making good money. <laughs> I don't think he's worried about uh, about the financial side of things now that he's what his career earnings are at uh, over hundred million. Yeah, he's at one hundred and sixty one million after next season. Now he is a, a lame duck quarterback. He's in the last year of his deal, so he's they got, they
1: got good wide receivers though.
2: Yeah, no, and 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 Cousins isn't a terrible quarterback. The problem is he's a he's a second tier at best quarterback, and so you have to have a really good defense to win with a second tier
1: quarterback in this league, <clears throat> San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's gonna. A lot of people keep saying that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to San Francisco, and I just can't see Aaron. The one the Packers trading Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. One, they already spent a draft pick on you two. You said one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one. I don't see him trading it. Two. I don't see him spending that because they already what they they traded up for Trey Lance, and Jimmy G. He's serviceable, but isn't the future in Trey Lance? And I don't think he's proven enough that anyone's going to trade for him.
2: I mean, I, I I understand that they're winning games with him, but they're winning games with him, not because of him. He's not going out there and winning them the game. He's going out there and most of the times. Almost losing them the game, and they win in spite of him, not because of him. I look at that game against the Rams for them to get into the playoffs. He 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 oh, almost choked it that. away.
1: Uh, he almost know, choked it away. I don't want the Rams to be there.
2: Look, I don't want the Rams to be there either. But they may very well be. And but they've mortgaged their future to win this season Good. and next season. And, and, I and hope so they lose. But that's what teams got to do. You have to do that in the NFL, which is why it makes no sense for the Saints to do anything but cut back this year.
1: You know who I think is going to be a dangerous team if we can start talking about the playoffs since you, since we'll be done by one. Is... Well, we can go like five minutes over. Okay, well, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, obviously. Did you know? I'm saying their salary
2: cap. Yeah, obviously. They have $58 million in cap space. They have... You talked about a dangerous team. The best young receiving core in football. They've got a serviceable tight end. They've got a a, a pretty damn good running back and, uh-uh. and backup. And, and they've got probably the best young quarterback in football. Uh, 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 excluding you know, Josh Allen from the quote-unquote young quarterback club at this point.
1: Yeah, Joe Burrows. That's what I'm Joe talking Burrow. about right there. Burrow. Joe Burrows is well, – I put an S on his name now because now, going to put Super an Bowl. L. you're
2: going to put an L on his name after this weekend, but – um, I
1: think Joe, I think the. Bengals
2: I do like win. that spread. I like the seven and a half for them, yep. but but I, I, I don't think that they will beat Kansas City.
1: Well, they already beat them once this year. Yep. 34 31, I think it was. Yep.
2: They sure did. I don't think it'll happen again.
1: Okay. Well, Joe Burrow's. Who do you got in that game? <clears throat> well, I got Joe Burrow and right. I got Cincinnati Bengals. All right.
2: And who do you got in the second game?
1: Oh, we're picking the games now? Yeah.
2: Well, let's get it out of the way.
1: All right. So I got uh, Cincinnati and I got, um, especially I like that spread, like you said, seven and a half. Seven and a half is, is juicy. Yeah, I like the over at 54 But if you like
2: them to win outright, why don't you take that money line and oh, get. I'll be taking
1: that money line 275 and I'll probably take the uh, parlay plus 275, 165 uh, with the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G. Okay,
2: I'll take the Rams. We'll be different on both. There you go.
1: Well, Brian going with Kansas City and uh, Rams. Do you think the Rams' efforts to keep San Francisco fans out of the stadium will work? I think it's chicken shit, but I don't think it is. I think San Francisco uh, fans will pay a lot of money to get in I, there. I will say this.
2: If it were an established NFL franchise that had been there for decades, it's chicken shit. The The fact that it's a, a team that's only been in the market for two years, and one of them was no fans in the stadium, um, I'm going to give them a pass. Because they haven't had the chance to develop their fan base. And they're trying to do that right now with this championship run. I mean, they've gone all in on it. But I will give them a pass into into making the efforts that they made to try to limit what happened to them the last game of the year, which was that stadium sounded like a San Francisco 49ers home game.
1: And – Well, I mean, but that just says it all. Is that people would rather – you know, I guarantee there's still going to be a good amount of 49ers. Oh there will be absolutely but I what I'm saying is I understand and
2: and don't uh I don't hate on them for making the effort you know for putting in that effort to try and prevent the opposing team from from swarming their
1: stadium given their circumstances Well gives it uh, that the Charger fans don't just buy up the 49er tickets or buy up the, the the tickets and sell them to the 49er fans I mean
2: that's a very good way to make money on this but you know that's that's the chance they take. If, if they left it open, then all the all those Niner fans would come down from from up north and, and s- take over that stadium.
1: I'm still mad that the Chargers left San Diego. It was stupid.
2: And I think I it was really stupid. Don't think, I
1: mean, San Diego should have
2: a football team. It's a beautiful city. They should have had a, a team. They,
1: they got caught up in a stadium fight, and they lost their team because and of and it. It's not like their attendance dropped, right? I mean, they were still... There, there was a lot of diehard Charger fans in San Diego.
2: It's all about franchise value, which is so tied to stadium and stadium quality. Kind of like the St. Louis I Rams. Mean, watch five years from now, the Bucks are going to start clamoring that they need a new stadium.
1: They've already started clamoring.
2: Right, right, but it's going to pick up. It's it. because that right now they they're using that to <laughs> this is what they're doing. Right now they're using it to justify the improvements, which and the, yeah. extra money for you know, Hall of Fame club area and all of that. Then five years from now, it's going to be the hardline stance of, oh, we've got to do this, this, and this. We have to, we have to, we have to, because it's all about those billionaire owners trying to squeeze every penny that they can out of the out of the local uh, economy and you know, they're gonna, the local they're, community. And,
1: and they're going to rebuild it right behind Raymond James now, where the old Sombrero used to be. They're just going to keep flip-flopping it. Yeah,
2: the parking lot to stadium, parking lot to stadium, exactly. parking lot to stadium. Because,
1: I mean, that's what they're going to do. Otherwise, they're going to put it where the old mall was, which is parking. But they're already clamoring for it now. They said the stadium's, you know, it's it's not up to date now. Which, Which is it's
2: stupid. It's, it's a fine place to attend a football game. Yeah. It serves every purpose that you would want as a fan. If you're in the luxury suites, they're nice enough. If you're in the club area, it's nice enough. If you're in the concourses, it's nice enough. You don't. They, I will absolutely be against, especially if there's any sort of tax increase at all, any local subsidization for it at all, let them threaten to take that team somewhere else. Newsflash, it ain't
1: going to happen. Yeah, they tried to do it before. I mean, that stadium is perfectly fine. They
2: are running out of cities that would be legitimate NFL franchise cities. That's that's their problem. I mean, San Diego's shown already that they're not going to pay for a stadium for a billionaire.
1: And realistically, a lot of the stadiums, you know, you're not looking at a, I mean, with the COVID thing, but you're not looking at a, you know, trying to get a bigger stadium. I mean, that stadium will fit 65,000
2: with the expanded bleachers that they can put but in it holds over 70
1: when they first built that it was supposed to actually have uh the 300 level to go where the the close it in yeah like almost like the ravens have you know they have a scoreboard underneath it mm-hmm. but then they they canceled that plan because then they couldn't sell out so what are they going to expand it to i think it was going to expand to like 80,000
2: yeah, that's that's just too much. Yeah, because exactly. It, the, the the one season you're down, and now you've devalued your entire product because there, you know, there's so many open seats. Nobody ever there's there's no scarcity. Scarcity drives demand, and that's why you know signing Brady was a genius move for them. Of course, in true Tampa Bay snake bit fashion, there's no fans for the 2020 season, and uh, <laughs> you know it it screws them over. But um, 2021 was good. But 2021, this year was good, and and you hopefully know, hopefully 2022. Hopefully it's you know, he's he's keeping us on on the edge of our seats. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll yeah. come back for one more season, but that'll be it.
1: Uh, I guess Rob Rob Gronkowski came out uh, today and said if they force me to choose today, right now, because right he now. doesn't
2: know what Brady's going to do. Exactly. That's why, and that's all it rests on that. So Gronk and Brady are a package deal. Although I know he has said, oh, I'll play without him, sure. Because he wants to keep his options open and he wants to, you know, if if some team was to throw 15 or 20 million at him at, at this point in his career, he'd grab it. You oh,
1: know, 100%. Because
2: he, he's totally underpaid for what he produces in Tampa. Totally underpaid. Like he's a, a massive discount. He's probably five to six million below his market value. But this I, season. Think,
1: I, I think he has a lot of fun here in Tampa. Well, he likes playing with Brady, he oh, has yeah. fun
2: here in Tampa, and he doesn't live a lifestyle that requires him to make $20 million a year. He's, he's saved every penny he's ever earned. I mean, the guy's, the guy's worth $150 million, $200 million. I'm certain of it.
1: No. Oh. Have you ever met him? No, I have not. Have you? No. It'd be it fun would like be a fun guy to hang out with. Absolutely. Absolutely. He looks like a fun guy to want to party with. Um, going to the, like down with the coaching, like there's really been no coaching hires. If you're looking at it, you got the Vikings still available uh, but the Bears are still available. The Giants, like, who do you think the first team that hires a coach? Well, Jacksonville did. No, no, now, like now. What What do you mean
2: now? Like after Jacksonville did? Yeah, like no,
1: no. But <laughs> who I'm do saying, you think is the
2: first team to hire
1: a coach? Uh, no, no. The team that's already hired I was teams. I was naming the Vikings. The the oh, from that the list, Giants. who's yeah. the first? Yeah, the Dolphins. I, I
2: think it'll be Denver because they'll be the ones that will, will get to pick who they want. But they, I was they, gonna say You
1: don't think they wait to see what Aaron Rodgers does? To get a coach? Yeah, because no. maybe Aaron Rodgers says, I'll come I think, you guys, but I want to have my own coach. I think you, you land
2: on a coach that you're, you're confident through your talks with his agent, uh, You know, off the record talks with his agent that he's comfortable playing with for and then and then you've got somebody that you're comfortable hiring and somebody that he would be comfortable playing for you can't wait until um, franchise tag time to have a head coach and that's uh, and Rodgers has already said that he's going to wait to see what the Packers do with that tag yeah. before he makes his decision which, so you which... can't sit there as a team i mean i guess i suppose you could but it would be foolish to not have your coach involved in the decision making process as to who to tag and and how you're going to structure your roster for the next year, because you don't even know what your identity is going to be until you get your coach in there.
1: Now, do you think the Giants are going to probably be one of the last? I think it's the toughest.
2: I, we we were saying that before. Yeah, it's the they're, toughest they're job, man. It's the tough. They're not just the worst team. They've got salary cap hell on top of being a bad team. You know, they're five point seven million in the hole, but they have so many glaring, glaring deficiencies that they have to try and fill. And so that's the problem for them. It's out of all those jobs that are open, the Saints now honestly becomes the worst, right? Because it it becomes the worst from a long-term perspective. In the short run, it's a much better job than New York. In the long run, you've got three years, four years before you can possibly be
1: competitive again. There's just no way. There's been rumors that Russell Wilson would actually go to the Giants. Yeah, what, what do you I'm, think of that? Because that could impact the coaching
2: move, but how are they going to make that happen with trade and cap space and and everything else? It's it's going to take some work.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, that,
2: they would have to extend him long term, and so yep. that means that they they would be mortgaging their future, and then for what? They they don't have the ability to go out and spend on the free agents that they need. Russell Wilson coming to that team doesn't solve anything. They have no wide receivers. Their best wide receiver is Kenny Galladay. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I mean,
1: Russell Wilson Sterling point, he...
2: Shepard can't stay on the field longer than five minutes without going out. He's the new age Deshaun Jackson. They've got nothing. I mean, the Giants have no fucking talent. Barkley's done. Stick a fork in him.
1: Oh, come on. He's up what, like 23?
2: He's done, dude. Oh,
1: He's done. Oh, you can't give up on him. He's still I'm giving, too young.
2: I, I can absolutely give up. Watch me. Get Just gave up on on uh, Deshaun. Uh,
1: so are you giving um, up on McCaffrey too? Oh, McCaffrey? He's done too. He's done.
2: He's his better days are behind him. He's he he was not I'm not saying McCaffrey's gonna fall off a cliff, but his better days are behind him.
1: You don't think Russell Wilson going the Giants could maybe make some no. wide receivers nope. better? Nope. That that weren't better. Who? Who on that roster? Kenny Galladay? Oh, but they Sterling bring in Shepherd. some cheap ass uh, free oh, agents. Cheap cheap
2: ass free agents that what? Kadarius Toney? Is he the answer? Scotty Miller. Um Let's see. What other what, what other wide receivers do they have? Oh, no, the no. Great, I'm talking about. I'm talking about bringing in
1: some like low
2: Darius level guys. Slayton. They have those guys. That's my point.
1: Their roster is full of those low end guys that suck but, ass. Yeah, but they have Danny Dimes throwing to them, but they only like usually throwing pennies at them. They've
2: got an offensive line that can't block me. Okay, they, oh, I'd they love are to see that, awful. The God, I wish I could see that. Oh, God, if it's, anybody <laughs> could block me. Are you kidding? Yeah. The, lingerie, the lingerie league could block that.
1: Yeah, exactly. The guy walking over the would pancake you. I, would, I mean, I would love to see that.
2: But the, my point being is Russell Wilson alone does not turn the Giants into a fucking playoff team. And what's the point of bringing him in? Because you're nowhere near being a playoff Sell team. Sell tickets. Who gives a shit Sell at this jerseys. point? That's you make what, your money. You're a New York team. You make your money no matter what. It's it, they they don't need to do any of that stuff, and, and it's not like they're competing against the Jets for for ticket sales. <laughs>
1: they're a fucking bigger joke than the Giants. Hold on, no, the Jets are actually like kind of on an up. Oh uh, yeah, they are. They're they're coming up. Mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. you don't think that that they're coming up? Um, I they, they, they pay hard for their coach. I give them one more year. <laughs> If they suck, and then, and,
2: then they, and then they pull the plug, and they start from <laughs> scratch again.
1: No, because if they if they don't keep improving, just like um, as uh, Pat Mac ACDC over there in Detroit, you know you play hard, but if it doesn't turn it around, then you're just completely fucked. But the Jets, you know, they're kind of turned to that corner where they're playing every team close. They're playing hard. The Giants
2: weren't getting blown out. (laughs) The Giants, and not every week. They were playing teams close. They still suck. Here's the newsflash. You play teams close in the NFL. That's what happens all the time. They play each other close. Big Uh, deal. The only thing that matters at the end of the day are W's and L's. And the Giants and
1: the Jets have a lot of them. Yes, you're true. The Giants with the 44-20 against the Cowboys, the 38-11 against the Rams, the... Look at the end of the 10 season. against the Bucs. 22-7, 29-3, 34-10. <laughs> 34-10 to the Eagles, 21-6 to the Cowboys. You're right, you're right. They, exactly. You can tell right here, after the, they beat the Eagles 13-7 somehow, they went, well, we gave up the season. Yeah, they, they did give up the season. <laughs> Every game was, what, more than a uh, almost two touchdowns. But the Jets
2: were scoring a, a lot of garbage time points and and making games appear closer on paper than they were. Yeah, but— I And mean, they both were 4-13. and 13. 13, Lummy. They yeah, both the, the, were four the, the, and 13. The, and you're talking about the Jets, like they turned this amazing they, corner. They went one. They won one of
1: their last six the games. The BYU quarterback was hurt. They had the the reject from uh, the USF, Matt White, or whatever his name was.
2: They inexplicably beat the Bengals and the Titans. And then their other two wins were the Texans and the Jaguars. The only two teams in football worse
1: than the Jets. Okay, other well than guess the You know what they they beat two playoff teams. Yeah, and lost to the number one and number two pick, I believe. And, right, and
2: uh, the Giants beat two playoff teams. Did they? Yeah, and the teams that they lost to, uh, I mean, the other two teams they they beat were were much better than the other two teams that uh, that the Jets beat. They beat uh, oh whatever. Saints, they beat the fucking Panthers, Raiders. Fuck Raiders. Raiders, and Eagles. Those are Listen, both those are playoff teams, my friend.
1: Hold on, what week was that? Was that? Was that the the whole controversy with the Raiders that they snuck in on them with, you know, or every single one of their players got arrested and their I coach mean, got fired? Was, and that, that was one. every
2: week of the season for the Raiders after week <laughs> six. They, after week six, their season fell apart.
1: I mean, whatever. But
2: uh, but they, they still, they, they stuck, you know, they stuck through it, and they had a chance on the last drive against Joe Burrow to beat them, and they, they, they let it go. Yeah, out.
1: and you know what happened? Joe Burrows said, I'm an extra person, and I win. Do you think Tom Brady uh comes back? I'm hoping so. Yeah,
2: me too. I think it's probably 60/40 that he comes back for one more year. I don't think we get two more years out of him. They need to be that Tr- Kyle Trask better either be game ready or they need to have a plan in place for 2023 cuz his team still is going to be spending money and still in a position to compete.
1: Do you think they get rid of Blaine Gabbert and bring in a better veteran backup?
2: Yeah. Um but- no because they'll turn it over to Kyle Trask next season if 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 Brady is hurt I mean that you have to right you got to see what you got I mean you you used a second round pick on him you can't sit around and say oh we have no intention of playing this kid
1: (laughs) Packers sat there for three years with
2: Rodgers because they made the stupidest fucking draft pick ever oh did they oh yeah
1: I mean it doesn't get any stupider than the Jordan Love pick no no, no. I'm talking about when they saw it and and they drafted Rodgers in the first round and he sat underneath Favre for what two and a half years yeah because I
2: think the problem with that was you didn't know what Favre was gonna do right and maybe that's the Jordan Love answer there and maybe that's the Kyle Trask answer to the question here and I guess it only looks stupid when the guy doesn't leave your team right <laughs> because yeah. if Rodgers left and then you know Love came in and actually performed, which he was never going to do, no, no, uh, but let's say he was capable of that, then it doesn't look like a stupid draft pick. But when Rodgers comes back and ends up playing out his career for them, then it's pretty dumb.
1: I mean, I would love Trask come through and you know just look he, like a he, complete he superstar. he ain't it. You don't think Kyle Trask no, is it? No, 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 no. You're, no, you're 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 not you're not feeling him. No. No, I think he had a lot of great players
2: and weapons oh. around him. And I think that uh, Kyle Pitts and Tony and some of the guys that Florida had made him look a lot better than he was. Are you Josh Freemaning him now? Um, I'm not quite Josh Freemaning him, but uh, no, Freeman wasn't even a great college quarterback. Exactly, but he was a great
1: State. NFL quarterback. <laughs> he was. He was a hell of an NFL quarterback. Uh, really? Yeah. The pills and the white powder really got to him, but he was a hell of an NFL quarterback. Isn't,
2: isn't part of being a good NFL quarterback not developing a substance abuse <laughs> problem? I mean, isn't that a very big part of it? No, Brian, and he developed the right one. Cocaine and Adderall. One, Cocaine one, and Adderall. He had one good season, man. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yes, he did. He had three good seasons. What seasons are you referencing? When uh, he the went one three G4 and six. He went up. three and six, ten and six, four and eleven, seven and nine, okay, and. That, Brian, for...
1: those teams were a joke. And once they got hard-headed Rutgers douchebag in, uh, if you look, by the way, before quarterbacks were throwing up numbers, 2010, by the way, he took over for Leftwich as a 21-year-old, uh, is 22, 3,451 yards, 25 TDs, 6 picks. All right,
2: let's look at 2011, 16 TDs, he 22, 22 picks. He
1: drug at that point. 22,
2: so he had one good season is no, my no, point. No,
1: no, next year, if you look at next year, then he found the yeah. Adderall and the cocaine and 4,000 yards, 27 TDs, 17 picks. 17
2: picks is, is atrocious with, with only 27 TDs. Um, That's atrocious, dude.
1: Brian, I don't know if you know this, there wasn't much around him. I don't he know. He had Rashid Morris. Raheem Morris. Whatever his name was, he was going to Burns and you getting drunk You do throw S's into wine. people's names, huh? He, but he was, going, he was going down there getting drunk on Burns. They were all partying. Look, that's part. Here's Kellen Winslow. Mike Williams. <laughs> Mike Williams, like, shot himself in the leg at a party. Kellen Winslow was had, up he raping he, 90-year-olds he had, in trailer parks. He had
2: some decent guys around him. He failed. He, he should he, not
1: he... have been done at year 20. 20- what do you mean? They all failed him what what guy besides uh the Garrett Blunt so his left?
2: his last 3 seasons in the league 45 touchdowns 41 interceptions uh, 43 interceptions 45 touchdowns versus 43 interceptions with a bad team with name
1: I, a wide receiver this is going to be he the he went Josh to minnesota minute, for one for game him.
2: He, yeah. throw, he completed 20 of 53 passes on. for think,
1: 190 yards.
2: I don't think there's been a player in the history yeah. of football who threw 53 <laughs> passes in a game and didn't eclipse 200 yards. Love hey, listen, I These watched, fucking
1: trash. I watched that game. Were by you the friends way. with Josh? Yes, Freeman? I was. Okay. I watched that game and they put him in a really Were bad you situation. Responsible
2: in getting, he put. They put him in a bad situation. <laughs> they let him throw 53 times and he only threw for 190. Ninety
1: yards. They had nothing else, dude. They had nothing else come that on, game, man. No, they had nothing else that game, and they just kept throwing it and throwing it. And I'm like, what are they doing? But listen, I'll tell
2: you what they weren't. What he wasn't doing, completing any fucking <laughs> passes.
1: He was, he was selling him over it. He wasn't, he wasn't dialed dude, in on his was, prescription. I understand he was your friend, and you shouldn't have got him into drugs. Okay. I, I, can I just name one thing before we go? Because I know you got to go. Yeah. But if I, you look at his. His receivers and that year. Just let me know any of these guys. And this is when he he had his best year. Uh, we do have a phone call, but we have to. No, go. we can
2: take it. I've got. Sure? I, I will grant you guys a few more minutes of my time because I do have fun with this show, and it's more fun than going back to work. And I had a one thirty that canceled. Eight
1: five zero. Eight five zero. Going once. Yeah. Hello. Hey, what's up?
4: Hey, yes. Uh, I just got a quick question. Um I know I used to uh, board off the show when uh Bubba was syndicated on the one, well back then it was 103, one hundred three on the blaze, it's for the man radio now. Yeah. Uh quick question. Um do you guys uh still do like tours for anyone who would like show up? To to the BRN? Are you guys still doing that? Or
1: no, not really. Haas nine nine zero four nine nine nineteen nine nine. The bitch ain't one. No, not really. Well,
2: why don't you reach out to Bubba and, and yeah, see. send an email. Send show an email
1: at show at thebubbaarmy.com But yeah, it's, yeah, it's... I'm
2: not going to discourage you because you know he's not going to turn people away necessarily. But reach out. He, he does have a, a smaller circle now, and the overhead's gone down. But uh, but you know if you're looking to try and do something with him, reach out to well, him. No, he wanted to do a tour. Oh, oh just a tour of the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought they he wanted to come uh, in and and help out a little bit. No, he wanted to do it towards. Um, I mean, the I,
4: could, I mean, I could do that. I mean, I could do that as well. But um, you say he responds better by email, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Show
1: at the bubblearmy.com. And if he
2: responds to you after three p.m., disregard anything he said to you. Exactly, because he's all pilled up.
4: Okay, so as long as before three p.m.
2: As long as he responds, no, you can email him whenever you want. If he responds okay. to you after three p.m., don't expect him to remember what he said. He's not responsible for any emails sent after three p.m.
4: Okay, all right then. I would just Okay, yeah. all now, right do me that. All
2: right man, take care. All right man, have right. a good one. Haas 990499. You got that? 999 yeah, and, nine and a bitch ain't one.
1: And a bitch ain't one. Okay.
2: All right. So just, so let's let's let you continue to die on Freeman Hill. Okay, ready?
1: Hold <laughs> on. I'm just going to name a couple of the players. You tell me if after leaving the bucks they turned out to be anything good. After the, leaving. So so they could have been good while they were on the bucks. Or good on the bucks. Ready? La Blunt. He was a good player, Cadillac Williams. Great player. No, 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 no. What? He didn't leave Dick after he left the Bucks. If they
2: don't have to produce if they spent most of their career doing well for the Bucks. I mean, look, a running back only has <sighs> a three to four year life expectancy. Oh, but way, when
1: I'm saying this, Cadillac Williams had 437 yards and two TDs. Okay. And what did uh, uh The
2: Garrett, that's why I said the Garrett a thousand seven yards. So they CDs. had so they had fifteen hundred yards rushing between their two running backs. Ernest Graham. That's a pretty good fucking team, dude. Ernest Graham. I mean, he was decent until he was. Couple they got wide, him I, at the end of his career. Here. They got him at the end of his career. All right, let's go to the wide receivers. Who, Ernest Graham? Yeah, wasn't he towards the end of his career? No, he, they drafted
1: run? him. He was on the practice squad no. for like five straight years. Yeah. So he was towards the end of his yeah. career by the time he played. Arrhenius a- a- Ben. Who? Exactly. Well, there a- you go. Was that the wide receiver? Yes. Yeah. I'm going wide receivers now. Uh, Kareem Huggins. I mean, every team's got a Kareem Sammy Huggins. Sammy Slaughter. <laughs> Preston Parker.
2: Preston Parker was a very good wide receiver.
1: <laughs> Kellen he did better when he went Ray to Miami Penn, and yeah. changed
2: his name to Devontae. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Kellen Winslow.
2: Kellen Winslow was a, a very serviceable NFL player.
1: Mike Williams. Awesome. Before he shot himself. Before he shot himself.
2: This is pre-shooting himself, right? Yeah, true. Okay. Michael thank you.
1: Spurlock.
2: Uh, he was decent little special teams guy and and kind of scat receiver. I like Spurlock a lot. Well, didn't he return to was Wasn't he the first Buck what, to ever yes, return? Yes. Okay. So that that so year. the greatest special teams player in Buck's history. Non-kicker.
1: No. Non-kicker. And then John Gilmore. Who? John Gilmore. He's, that's my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> was he a tight end for the Bucks? He had a tight
2: end, my accountant. Woo. Yowza. <laughs> Wait, Brian, are you trying
1: to say something about no, no, I'm joking. I don't know who John Gilmore is. Exactly. See, look, there wasn't a lot of players. It's all good, but you know what? No, we'll, your, we'll boy, off the your boy we'll was listen. a co-cad we'll who was... Up.
2: Look at his college stats, man. He was like 49% completion rating
1: at, at, at Kansas State, first round pick. He, I'd, as I inex- 19
2: year old. He had physical tools but inexplicably a first round pick.
1: Okay, well, whatever, man. It is what it is. We're good off the Josh Freeman cuz he's he's like raising snakes in Kansas or something now. So Is he seriously? He loves Do you snakes. stay in touch with him? No, I haven't talked to him since I think he he got out of Tampa. So,
2: you know, the the real measure of a player is can you do anything once you get out of town? And he never did, man. He never did. He had one good season, and
1: then he developed a lot of problems. Exactly. A lot of drug problems. And alcohol. But listen, the Bears, last thought. What are they? Do you see anywhere the Bears are going? Do I see anywhere that the they're coaching? coaching like, oh. do you see anyone that really like it's not focusing look, on? It's
2: not an unattractive spot. If if uh, it's you know, it, it depends on what you do at quarterback. If Fields is the guy, then the Bears have a great defense. I, I would say an above-average defense. I okay, think They you. have thirty-four million in cap space. They've got a good draft pick coming up. Um. Again, not not for, from a coaching perspective, not an unattractive spot. Who do you get? You you better make a, a pretty damn good hire because your last one was completely underwhelming.
1: Now, are you going offensive coach or defensive coach? If I'm the Bears, I'm going offensive. You've got the defensive
2: parts and pieces in place. You need to improve that offense. That's that's the thing that's holding them back from being
1: competitive. Is there anyone out there like a Dan Quinn, but he's defensive? So, like, is there anyone? Eric else B. Enemy? Offense? really? I don't know. What about the Raiders? You think they're bringing back your boy, um, Rick Basakia, Yeah, okay yeah. um, that guy never gets the no. Fair but shot. if I
2: if I'm the Bears, I'm hiring Eric Bieniemy. I don't care that he doesn't fucking interview well. This isn't a guy that I need to go out and recruit players. This guy need to go out and win me games and make my offense better. So hire Eric Bieniemy. Period. If you're the Bears really yeah if you're the Broncos mm. yeah think about it no no I agree not with if you're you are the Broncos, but not but, if you're th- Minnesota but if you're the Bears or you're the Broncos you hire Eric Bienemy.
1: the problem with the Broncos is is that right now I love Teddy Bridgewater ride or die but they need to get a quarterback and you can't and if they can't get who, who if they can't get Aaron Rodgers who are they gonna get you think they're gonna really trade the farm for Sean Watson with all his problems? You think they're gonna try to get Russell Wilson?
2: I think Eric Bianami is good enough to win with Gardner Minshew.
1: I like Gardner Minshew, but
2: I'm just saying there you can do things. If you're waiting, you can be patient. You can find a a one year or a two year uh you know gap filler until you get the guy that you, you need to to take the next step. But if you if you're looking if you're a team that's built to compete and win now on the defensive side of the ball which the Broncos absolutely are and they have young offensive weapons you know Patrick um at, at wide out they've got Jerry Judy at wide out uh who's the other one um what's his name starts with an h first name uh anyways they've got they've got wide receivers they've got decent backs
1: i think uh, man i think they go hard after after who who do you Aaron think Rodgers? But who do you think the Broncos are going to go hard after for coach? Oh man, I think they're going to make a mistake. I think they're going to go after a young offensive coach. I think they're going to try to get like the Cowboys coach. Yeah, I think that's stupid. I Kellen think so Moore, too. not yeah. a good, not a good move. But the enemy's better. He's hot
2: though. That's the whole problem. I know, and and he's white, and that's why he's favored in this league. Um, black coaches are given. It's been shown the NFL has a really pro- big problem with with. The racial divide in coaching.
1: We talking about it? Kendall Hilton or uh, Deshaun Hamilton? Um, for your Broncos wide receiver. I don't know. Who was the third
2: one? Didn't they have another? They Cortland have... Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Maybe that was it. So they have Sutton. They've got Patrick. They've got Judy. And then they, don't they have one more?
1: He says Sutton, Patrick. Sort of by wide Judy. Oh, okay. All right. Patrick, Sutton, and Judy. All right. Well, there you go. But that's, I mean. That's uh, a pretty good core. Yeah. You, you can win with that with a good quarterback. But uh, I, I just see him going after an, uh, an offensive coordinator. And I just, I mean, I, I really think if Aaron Rodgers comes in there, it's it's lights out for the Broncos. I think it's another Peyton Manning type uh, two years.
2: I think the only snake that Josh Freeman's raising is yours, Lummy. Your maniconda. <laughs> you got a hard-on for him.
1: I think he was a good quarterback, okay? And I'll fight for this to the day I die. I think that he got a raw fucking deal, Brian.
2: You think they should bring him back now? You no, think he still could he's do it? He's too old now. How is he too old? He's like 33. That's perfect age. He's older than 33. He's got to be.
1: He couldn't even make the Brooklyn Renegades or something. That's my uh, point. He's not fucking good, dude. He's he 34. Was good. He's only
2: 34 years old, and he's been out of the league for six years. He was good. He was a physical specimen that couldn't put it together.
1: He didn't have good coaching.
2: He didn't have it between the ears.
1: Yeah. Okay. He you gotta have, to have the mental either. makeup. He didn't have good coaching. And he also the players around him, like a LeGarrette Blunt to a Kellen Winslow, were in Doug uh uh fuck, what what was the running back's name?
2: So the real question is where do you think Urban Meyer lands? He's the hot free agent coach this Uh, season. ESPN
1: for about a year and a half.
2: Zero percent chance he gets hired by ESPN after this. Then Fox News. He is untouchable. Fox
1: News or Newsmax or One America News. Maybe Fox Sports. Whatever Fox Sports. (laughs) He gets hired by Fox Sports, sits out a year, and then I think he gets picked up by an Akron.
2: I think he just needs to open up a line of strip clubs, steak joints with strip clubs attached to it. Yeah, I think that's that's his future. Called the Myers whatever
1: it is, he can, he can recruit to that. Is that your hot take for the day that uh, Herb Meyer uh, opens up strip clubs in uh, Ohio? A chain of, oh, God, Ohio Stick. strip clubs, <laughs> oof, oof. What's wrong with Ohio, Brian? I mean,
2: outside of the college towns? Have, uh, have, I, I, Let I, me I, have to ask you I've never been, has, been to has, Ohio, Has Brian? Miss
1: Ohio ever won Miss America? <laughs> I, I don't think so, but, I mean, I've never been to Ohio, so are you trying to say that there's some uh, – some corn corn fed I'm
2: just saying I, I oh I stand correct in 1922 and 1923 they were from Ohio
1: that was black and white before the, when they liked the low husky That was the same
2: lady she won back to back
1: Oh that's pretty impressive And then they won
2: again in 38 and uh they won in 62 <laughs> and 71 hold on Ohio's done pretty well 77 <laughs> Oh, and then something happened. Yeah, something happened. Something right? happened in 1977. Um, it's been quite the drought for Ohio in the Miss America competition.
1: So uh, is that what you're saying, where Urban's going? Um, is that your hot take, that's Urban my, Meyer?
2: Yeah, that's my hot take. Uh, Urban Meyer's going to go back to Ohio and open up a, a chain of strip house uh, steak houses.
1: You don't think, uh, maybe a little roast beef house. You don't think. Tim Tebow will kind of vouch for him. Vouch what? Vouch is good the character. The guy had
2: a serial killer on his team and didn't care. I mean, he's not a high character person.
1: Listen, Aaron Hernandez took his life. I mean, he was only convicted of what? One of the six charges? I mean, come on, Brian. You're a lawyer. Come on, dude. Wasn't he only convicted of robbing somebody?
2: The, he was only convicted in a court of of because he murdered I mean come on he killed himself. He murdered those guys. Come on, man. You're going to stick up for Josh Freeman and and Aaron Hernandez in the same show, Lummy? I'm just saying that's 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 Lummy's hot takes. No, is I, that Aaron I, I, Hernandez wasn't that much of a killer and Josh <laughs> Freeman was a good coach. There's no, your good show summed up. That's your show <laughs> summed up. You've been listening to the Lummy Sports Show. It's probably our last one ever because <laughs> Lummy supports killers no, and mediocre quarterbacks that's what Urban who, get come snakes, and
1: say. who get his snakes up. No, I was saying that's what Urban Meyer is going to say when he wants a job. Oh, Lummy! He's going to be coaching at Akron in about two years.
2: Oh no, Lummy!
1: Akron, uh, what are they? The, the Zips. The Zips. The, the Zips.
2: That's his chances of coaching in the NFL ever again, or the Ohio Bobcats. <laughs> that that I could see. He's going to be coaching in the MAC. Yeah, And he's going to get that hot in action.
1: I guarantee, Brian. By the way, this is the last day. I guarantee, if you ran into him at one of the bars outside of the Lightning game. You would literally just be so. Oh no!
2: Oh, I am not a. I am not a star fucker. Not at say you're all. A star fucker. I don't know,
1: but I don't Hold see on. him.
2: I don't get excited. I just say, oh, there's so and so. No, you didn't let me finish.
1: No, you, I'm, where I was going with it. Where are you is going I, with it? I think that you, especially if you're a couple. Uh, Long Island's deep. You would go up and shit talk him so bad. Who? Urban Meyer? Yes. Oh, I would. I wouldn't. No. Not. I'm not. Really? Gonna,
2: I'm not the type of person who goes up to a random individual I don't know and shit shit talks. That's not cool. That's that's <clears throat> dickish behavior. I'm not gonna say anything on that one. No, I did not go up to them. The Jersey guy. He came up to me. <laughs> I love you, Brian. I love you too, Lummy. But I don't go up to random. I would. I mean, I'm not looking to. For the most part, start shit. I'll finish it, but I ain't gonna start it. So, if Urban Meyer wants to come up to me and be like, "Listen, I listen, I listen to your show a lot. I'm a big fan. I listen to it while I finger girls at my bar and on the podcast." <laughs> I, and heard you're a I heard your real <laughs> shit talker. I heard real shit talker, and I want to talk to you about it. And then I'll get up in Urban Meyer's face. Him and him and I'll have some words. It'll be civilized.
1: I know where I know where Urban Meyer's going. For this is the last hot take. What's starting in April? The XFL, USFL, they're playing every game in Alabama. It's not a, it's not that long of a drive. What is it? Or a long they've, they've
2: already named most of their coaches. What do you think is going to happen?
1: They'll, they'll fire somebody. And Urban no, Meyer's coming down here, isn't no. there a USFL uh, Ohio team?
2: No, they're not. That's not going to
1: happen. You don't think so? No, sir. Urban Meyer is going to be a he's, USFL. He's coach. Urban
2: Meyer needs to, to simmer down for a couple of years, and I think that's going to be it. His shelf his expiration date, is coming gone. It's it's come and gone. The Urban Meyer days are over. And first of all, it should have never happened in Jacksonville. I think I was very clear on that before the season started. Listen,
1: Urban Meyer's going to come back to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Are you working
2: on uh, putting together the, uh, like, cutting up all the clips from our very first show? Yes,
1: Brian, I have been. And where do we stand on that? Um, I've been trying to work on your projections for the season, which I was going to put together. What about for... yours too? No, I don't want just no, my no, take. No, no, no. It's both of ours. Okay. Well, we said for the Super Bowl and how the season would end, I want to do it for next week before the uh, the Super Bowl, you know, that week of off, and we can kind of play that. The week of off. <laughs> The week, the week, the NFL is off, Dick. The week of off. Plus, I got to make sure we don't get a copyright strike not for some the, reason. Not the off week, but the week of off. The week, the, the week of off. Listen, I just took my hot take okay? before the bowl of super comes. The week of off. Yeah, before the pro during the Pro Bowl week. Okay, the bowl. Pro. The bowl of pro. <laughs> the bowl of pro. The week of off. Yeah, exactly. All right, and that's what I'm going to get it all ready to go. We'll be back next week
2: for the week of off.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be back here of the week of off. Uh, Brian Hardy has his hot take of every opposite game that I pick. Bengals, Forty Nine ers, Super Bowl, KC Rams. Yeah, typical chalky. Typical Brian liberal going with that one. So
2: yes, all the liberals are picking <laughs> Kansas City to make it. And Kansas which is city, a more LA. liberal city, San Francisco or
1: L.A., my friend?
2: I'll tell you right now, it's San Fran. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna listen. I got Bengals. Yeah, well, fuck, they're all liberal cities. Who cares? All right, Kansas are, City's
2: probably the least out of those four.
1: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Brian, are you gonna be back at four o'clock next week, or we're we just gonna? I'll
2: be back four o'clock on the week of off.
1: Uh, the week of off next week, we'll be back here, double platform. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I know it was a twelve to one twenty-four show, but. We'll be back, and don't forget Bubba is live tomorrow, twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army, 6 a.m.
2: Babyface and Regina, 8.30 on the big show.
1: Yeah, who isn't more excited than everyone for that one? Wow. So have a good rest of (laughs) your— Seriously. Why? I'm looking forward to you coming in. No, that was sarcastic,
2: and you know it. I'm gonna give you holy hell tomorrow. I'm gonna get you so much heat, m- motherfucker. Why? I you're like with the in. wrong hombre. I mean, just. I'm gonna, you're gonna come sit at me. you like you're Urban Meyer, and I'm four Long Island iced teas deep. Oh,
1: I'm fucked. All right, everyone, <laughs> Tune in tomorrow at eight thirty-five when Brian comes in here and and literally makes me his little bitch. Twitch.tv forward slash the Army. Thank you, everyone. See ya.